this is Brother Larry Cockerham, and just hope each and every one of you and your families are doing okay this morning. If you do have prayer requests, just uh, text me at 601-935-0886, 601-935-0886, no matter where you're at, and I'll be sure to pray for each and every one of you. And so this morning we're looking at a text in uh, Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through verse 38. It tells us, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. When he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad, as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest is, truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And so three things we see here in this text. First of all, there is vision. He saw the multitudes. There is emotion. He was moved with compassion. And thirdly, there is action. Uh, he went about all the cities and villages. So let's look at each one of these uh, particular points. First of all, he saw the multitudes. There is vision. And so uh, these little words in the uh, King James, I believe, are very important as the Holy Spirit points these out to us as we see throughout the Word of God. Uh, I believe it's the Holy Spirit that points out many times to each of us uh, when it's time to go and visit or witness to someone. And I believe we need to be in tune uh, with the Spirit of God. We need to be sensitive to the Spirit of God. And the more that we can stay in the Word of God, the more sensitive I believe we are to what God would have us to do. So as Christians, we must learn to see uh, beyond ourselves. And so we've got to get beyond that uh, me generation and begin to look at others and others' needs. And also, we want to see souls saved, lost souls saved. I, I believe this is one of the big three that I have seen in the last several years is we've lost that compassion uh, to reach out for uh, those that are lost. And that's what it's all about. That's why we're here. That is one of the three purposes of the church, to evangelize the sinner, uh, to edify the saints, and to uh, worship the Lord and exalt him. These are the three purposes of the church. I remember I taught a study years ago about people sharing Jesus. And uh, I think everybody enjoyed the study, but we didn't really put this into practice as we should. But, you know, used to, we'd go out two by two and we'd knock on doors. And we would, uh, we really practiced on the uh, Roman road to salvation. Uh, it's hard to believe that many Christians today have never heard of the Roman road to salvation. We used to memorize that. And we would go out and reach out to others. And so I think uh, having a desire to see people saved, is one of the ways that we can realize that we're sensitive, sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So he saw the multitudes. And, you know, we might ask ourselves a question. 
this morning, or do we see the multitudes? I believe uh, through this uh, pandemic, more people uh, will be sensitive to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And this is another thing that I've seen over the last few years. We, we don't have the conviction that we did back 30, 40 years ago. Uh, we have become jaded to sin. Uh, and it's uh, very easy to see as we watch the media and our culture. We see things that have uh, progressed so much in just the last uh, 30 years or more. So he saw the multitudes. And then secondly, he was moved with compassion. So there's emotion. I believe there's too much lukewarmness in our churches uh, today. Nothing stirs our emotions. Uh, if you look at the last church of Revelation, the church of Laodicea was neither hot nor cold. Uh, it was lukewarm. And so we find that uh, our churches today are very much uh, uh, in that uh, category, neither hot nor cold, indifferent, apathetic. And this is a, a characteristic of the last day's church. If you look at the seven churches in Revelation, you'll find the last church before the church is called up is the church of Laodicea. And Jesus said, I would spew thee out of my mouth. And so we, we've got to find a way to get back to that inner passion that we had. And so there's too much lukewarmness. We're too content. We're too satisfied. We're rich and yet have need of nothing. Uh, I, that's another thing I've seen over the years. People are self-sufficient. Uh, I, I don't I classify myself as a prepper or survivalist, uh, but nevertheless, uh, most folks uh, are self-sufficient. You know, they don't think they need God. They don't think they need uh, uh, anybody many times. And so I think this is one of the things this pandemic has uh, brought into full fo focus is the fact that we need one another. And we need to be uh, God-sufficient. Pride also is a roadblock to loving one another. He went about all the cities and villages. This is the third point. There is action. In other words, as Christians, we need to get beyond our passiveness. We need to uh, become bold and translate our hearing into action. You know, the Bible says that uh, we're to go and tell others and not necessarily expect them to come and hear us. I believe this is one of the things that we're going to have to adjust to is the fact that uh, we're not in our church buildings anymore. We Listen, the church is not a building. The church is a group of born-again people. Uh, I've always said that I'd like sometime just to get out in a 40-acre field, uh, get on top of a flatbed truck, or even not that, and just stand on top of a hill like Jesus did and preach the gospel. Do we have to have all the trappings of religion? I think sometimes some of these things become a substitute for a relationship or even fellowship with the Lord. So as Christians, uh, we must witness. Uh, we must give. James 2.17 says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. I know a lot of Christians don't like to hear about tithes and offerings, but listen. Uh, giving our tithes and offerings is an act of obedience, just as much as coming to church and witnessing and studying the Bible and uh, praying is part of that. And especially as Christians, we must pray. 
I believe we need to pray for all men, Paul said. In other words, we need to be praying for one another, our families. We need to be praying for our leaders. I believe we need to be praying especially for our churches. Listen, this is going to be a different situation once this is over with. I was just reading about the Spanish flu in uh, 1918 and 1919. Uh, One-third of the world was infected. One-third of the world was infected. I didn't I didn't uh, bring with me any statistics because uh, uh, that was a different time. But nevertheless, uh, it was a different situation. But uh, we need to be in prayer for all things. And I believe as Christians, we must uh, get back to studying the word of God. I believe that's where your true power is, the Holy Spirit operating through the word of God, that we might be able to. And that's what gives us our passion. When I study the Word of God on uh, Saturday nights for the Sunday morning sermon or during the week uh, or our Wednesday night and Sunday night sermons, uh, you know, I can feel the power of the Holy Spirit operating through me. And you get excited. I believe our Christians today need to get excited. I believe as we study the Word of God and feel the power of the Holy Spirit operating through the Word, we can get excited about uh, God's will for our lives. And also we need to learn to serve, serve one another, but also serve uh, in the church. As I mentioned last week about the Holy Spirit giving us gifts when we're born again, I believe he's given us all gifts. We need to identify those gifts that we might be able to serve. I have been in some churches where uh, we've had Christians that never got involved. There's all sorts of ministries that we can get involved in. Listen, if you'll listen to the Holy Spirit, uh, he will direct you when it comes to serving in some capacity. We can be like a Jabez. You know, he prayed that God would enlarge the sphere of his service. And he did. And that's what we should be praying, especially during these times. You know, a lot of people are making masks. Uh, you know, that was a big thing back in uh, 1918. Uh, people did wear masks. In fact, I think it's where it first started was in America. Uh, the churches in Asia, they have been wearing masks all through these years because they've had many more de- endemic pandemics throughout this time. So as Christians, we must serve. We must be in attendance. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is as we see that day approaching. What day is that? I believe it's the day of the Lord. You know, over <laughs> I was just reading this morning about, I can't remember, it was a huge earthquake they had in Boise, Idaho. And they had one in Salt Lake City not too long ago. So I guess what I'm saying is Jesus said, you know, there would be false cries, there would be earthquakes, there would be pestilences. Uh, in diverse places. We're seeing that increasing just as a woman in travail. In other words, these things are going to continue to increase. But listen, this thing that we're experiencing right now, it's just a blip on the radar compared to what's coming. And so we as Christians, we have the blessed hope. And the Bible says that one day the Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive, and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And so I believe we can have true peace and comfort as we look forward to the Lord's coming. Just as Jesus saw the multitudes, 
and was moved with compassion and went about all the cities and villages. I believe this is what we need to be doing. We need to look back to Jesus and see what example he set for us. And so uh, this morning, each and every one of you, stay safe. If you need prayer, give me a call. Just thank you for listening in. And most of all, keep looking up.